It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country, with an assist. I'll use a little basketball term there from John Dinkins, who went and picked up breakfast this morning. So, all righty, we're going to start it off with Riverdale basketball and head uh, boys coach Michael Voss. Coach, good morning. Morning, Monty. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks for joining us as always, um, Coach. I guess if the um, basketball season was a horse race. Uh, we're kind of headed down the stretch now. Two more weeks and then headed to the tournaments. Uh, yeah, you know, tournament time up. It's one of those things where we've kind of, we're just kind of grinding, trying to get good here and get in a little groove going into the tournament. So it's something to be excited for and, and, you know, we're ready. We've got a big two-week stretch going into it, and we're excited and ready to kind of get this thing uh, rolling into time. All right, uh, Coach, we'll look back at this week. Uh, I guess um, your uh, your one game you had was against Rockville. Uh, I think you go on the road and take that 85-65. So, uh, obviously, you're getting a lot of production from some different folks. Uh, we did. We had a, you know, we had a really, really good fourth quarter. Uh, played really well then. Scored thirty points in the fourth, but we played that game with with a lot of energy um, uh, and, and did a great job. We shot the ball well, and the reason we shot the ball well is because we moved the ball really well uh, that night. Um, just just from a, a passing and assist standpoint, uh, we we had. 18 assist I think it was on the night for that night so anytime that you're moving the ball like that uh, you're hard to guard and when we do a good job of sharing the basketball like that our shots uh, more than likely are, they're going to have a good chance of going in. What's a good number for um, field goals made uh, versus assist? I mean if you got 25 field goals is 12 assists a good number for you? Well wait it's really been kind of telling. Um, because one of the things, if you'll notice, or that we notice uh, in, in our losses that we've had, like you take last night, for instance, against Siegel, we had nine assists going into the first half, uh, after the first half, and then we had one assist in the whole second half. So there's a reason why we got outscored 51 to 26. We quit, we quit moving the basketball a lot is really what it came down to. Uh, and when you kind of quit moving the basketball, you start forcing some shots that you don't normally take. And those are the ones that typically don't go in. When we kind of, when we keep moving the basketball, uh, I don't know exactly what it is we're averaging on the season right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to guess we're averaging about 15 assists a game. Uh, that's probably a little bit high, but it, it's somewhere close to that. Uh, and it, it again, it goes back to that's the reason why we shoot the ball well at times because when we're sharing the basketball, when our assist numbers are high, that typically good things happen for us. 
Well, you get you get past Rockville, and then you, as you mentioned, you got Siegel coming to town. Um, they've shown all year that they can play. Somebody tries to slow them down, they can play that type of game, and somebody wants it up tempo, they can play that type of game. Going into this game, what did you think were some of the keys for you guys? And then um, I guess, of course, Siegel uh, wins 88-72-71 in a high-scoring game. The keys to the game for you, were you able to still accomplish those or did you fall a little short on them? Well, our games with Siegel have been – I mean, they've been almost carbon copies of each other. Uh, you look at how we play in the first half against Siegel compared to how we played in the second half, uh, and, and it's night and day. Um, you know, the 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 first the first game we go in at the half, we're up four. Uh, again, you look at our assist numbers. We had eight assists in the first half of that game. We finished the game with ten. Uh, last night, you look, we had nine assists in the first half. Last night, we finished the game with ten. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. And then to start the half, both nights, um, you know, we're up four We're up four in the first game, uh, and they come out and immediately get a backdoor cut on us to, to start the half and make another bucket. And Siegel just kind of rolled from there. And then last night, you know, it was the same thing. We're up seven, and Siegel has the ball to start the half. They come out score a three, go down, get another bucket, uh, cut it back, cut it to one, and he just kind of rolled from there. Uh, I, I mean, it really is eerie, it, it really is eerie how similar both games were. Um, and, again, it, it goes back to a lot of – we didn't move the ball very well in the second half, but we kind of forced a lot of things. Um, you know, and it's just – it's a learning process. We talked about it after the game, and hopefully we can move on from there and, and – Figure a way to get it fixed by tonight. Uh, who do you have tonight? Uh, we picked up. So last week when we thought Blackman was quarantined, um, and, and we weren't, we didn't think we were going to be able to play them on Friday night. We had actually scheduled a game with Richland, who, who's ranked number three in the state in single A right now, and, and uh, I think they're fifteen and zero coming into it. Coach Loveless used to work at Riverdale. Uh, before he took that Richland job, you know, this was he, – he's been at Richland probably 12, 13 years now. Uh, and he's done a great job down there. And he just – he wanted to play somebody, try, try to challenge his kids a little bit. And we thought we were going to be open, so we took the game. And then when we couldn't play them on on Friday, we uh, we just kind of worked it out to where we could play tonight. So it'll, it'll be a challenge for us because they're a really good basketball team. Um, you know, and, and – I think what we, I think what we both were looking for is we're both looking for a good quality game, uh, and I think this has got a chance to be a pretty good one because they're really. We're joined today by Michael Voss. We're having some technical difficulties right now with our our Zoom meeting, but uh, we will try to get him back shortly. And I'll say this, you know, and I've said it several times to. A lot of coaches, uh, I feel their angst when it comes to scheduling this year. Uh, of course, their, ang- uh, their angst is a lot, lot worse than mine. But um, when it comes to putting a schedule out in terms of covering games for the Murfreesboro Post, um, I'll send a schedule out 
usually every Sunday. Uh, and then, but I always have a note attached to it that says, uh, well, uh, we know this is not going to happen. This is the first week this year that the schedule, uh, that I put out, all the games were played. No one quarantined, knock on the wood. Uh, but, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm glad everybody's getting some games in. We've got some other news we're going to, uh, talk about with the, um, coaches and uh, Dalton Barrett uh, working feverishly trying to get Coach Voss back. I love Zoom, don't get me wrong, but, but there's always glitches. But I, I believe we – I can hear you now, Coach. Um, okay. Uh, we've had some, we had some glitches here, but I, I was saying I feel that you coaches angst in trying to put a, get your schedule completed because – as I said a minute ago, I send a schedule out every Sunday uh, to my guys at the Murfreesboro Post, and I always put a disclaimer on it. Now, we know this is not going to happen, but this is what, where we're going this week. This is the first week the schedule I put out, every game's been played. So, uh, I know everybody, I know all you guys uh, just want to get through this regular season and move on to the postseason. Well, that's what you look, you know, we're fortunate. We've got four district games left. Uh, it, it's been one of those. It, it's just there. There ain't nothing to describe this year in this basketball season. Um, the some of the things that we've all had to deal with, and, and some of the issues that we've had. It, it's just. It, it's. It, I'm glad we're to this point. Uh, and again, it's just. We're, we're so close to the finish line as far as the regular season go. We just got the two more weeks and. You want to get through these two weeks and then find a way to get the tournaments in and and you know ho- hopefully we hopefully we can get through these next couple of weeks without incidences. We got a couple of games we don't, but there's as a league there's a couple of games that got to be made up. But for the most part, we're in good shape. So this this is shaping up to be a pretty good uh, a pretty good run at the end of the year. Um, this won't affect you this this week. I'm, well, again, let me make sure my schedule's correct. I have you. Of course, you, again, uh, the Warriors in Richland tonight uh, at Riverdale. Um, uh, next week, uh, I have you at Smyrna and Laverne. Is that correct? Yeah, we're at Smyrna on Tuesday and at, at uh, Laverne on Friday. Um, so, you Smyrna- know, two, two league games. It's going to be good for us. Uh, you know, hope, hopefully we can come out with, with two wins and kind of finish this thing out the right way. And, you know, Smyrna's a team, they've kind of battled some COVID here uh, recently, but probably one of the more improved teams in the league, aren't they? They have been. They, 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 they've been uh, they, they, they've been really, really good at times. I haven't watched their game yet from last night um, and haven't gotten a chance to talk to Mike. You know, we, we talk quite a bit. But, um, you know, they, they are an improved team. They, they've had some struggles as far as – you know, when you watch them play, it feels like every other game they're missing somebody. And that's, you know, for a lot of people, that's been kind of the way that it's been. Um, and, and people have just been affected that way. It's amazing how it goes. But, you know, one of the things that they've done is they've done a good job of battling through it all. And they've kind of continued to grind and continue to get better. And so I think this will be, you know, when you look at it, it's a big week for everybody because we're talking about, putting ourselves in kind of final positions as far as district standings and district seedings go. And 
they got a chance to make a jump and get up into fifth or fourth, I think. So they're, they're going to want to play as well as they can this week, too. Um, I don't know. As I said, this won't affect you this week, but will probably the next. Um, uh, Governor Bill Lee um, lifted um, order number 74 uh, yesterday, and it will go into effect Monday where fans can start coming to games, kind of like they did in football, with, you know, a fourth to a half, depending on how you handle it. And I know – um, from an economic standpoint, uh, teams have taken a beating this year. Uh, I know you'll be glad to get them back from, from that end. But with the tournaments coming up, it's going to be nice to have, you know, at least a little home, a true home edge. I mean, yeah, it will. Um, it, it, it's really, you know, it, it, that part of it, you know, here's the thing. We're, we're finally getting people back, and we're going to have one home game. Uh, you know, and it's just they, it's the way the schedule falls. But financially, yeah, everybody has kind of taken a bath, and everybody has taken a beating. And, and you know, one of the things that we're gonna have to do this spring, and one of the things that that we as schools and programs really need is is, is we need some donors to help out uh, and sponsors to help out, just because this year um, hasn't it, it hasn't been like any other and. You know, you've got we don't do a bunch of pregame we we don't do pregame meals and stuff with our guys. I kind of let them feed themselves, but we try to buy them some nice nice equipment. We try to get them uh, really nice clothes. And, and you know, one of the things that you have to do is you got to fundraise and you got to pay for all that. You know, somehow uh, it was un you know it was just the timing of the thing, but. We bought new uniforms and new practice gear this year as well because we, we switched contracts to Adidas. And so, you know, it's been one of those things where you sit there and, and you look and, you know, all of a sudden you take a bath on tickets and you're, you're barely paying expenses at the gate. Well, now we got to go out and we got to do some things, earn some money. And it's just kind of part of what it is this year, you know. And, and we're going to have a uh, – we're going to host our first uh, ever golf scramble. Uh, at some point, we don't have the date narrowed down yet, but that's going to happen sometime, hopefully in April, and then we'll have a couple more fundraisers and just go from there. All right, Coach, great to catch up with you as always. Good luck to the Warriors uh, uh, t- today and uh, next week. Thanks, Bonnie. I appreciate it. That's Michael Voss, head coach at Riverdale. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk some Smyrna hoops. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name, but there's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From